This week, a British researcher got the green light to genetically modify early-stage human embryos. This is the first time that the technique's been approved for use in this way. However, it hasn't been met with open arms by everyone, with some people arguing that this is the first step to designer babies. Greer Jackson spoke to geneticist Andrew Wood to find out exactly what gene editing involves. So this week, scientists from the Francis Crick Institute in London have been given ethical approval and go ahead to conduct the first genome editing experiments on human embryos. And when we say gene editing in this context, what do you mean? How do you go about switching genes on and off? In this context, the scientists are planning to use a form of molecular scissors to introduce targeted breaks into the DNA, um, which will then be repaired in such a manner that that, um, precise sequence changes will come about. Why do we want those sort of sequence changes? What does that do? It allows us to study gene function. And so, in fact, for um, decades now, one of the main ways that researchers go about understanding how genes work is to disrupt their function and, and look at the consequences for cells or whole organisms. What's the purpose of this research, though? What are they aiming to do with these embryos? The questions are really basic research-oriented. They want to understand the, the key processes and the key genes that are important for the earliest events in, in embryogenesis. But looking ahead, I, I guess the types of findings that the researchers make could be applicable to improving the efficiency of in vitro fertilization, for example. To be clear then, these embryos aren't being planted in women. This is purely research. Absolutely, yeah. That was um, stated very strongly from the ethical regulatory body that under no circumstances should any of the edited embryos be, uh, be used to create a viable human embryo. How has it been received in the scientific community by people like yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you're interested in early human embryology, then then that's true, just as the technology is extremely exciting for you know anybody wanting to take a genetic approach to study their particular question. The UK is one of the first, uh, certainly the first Western country to okay this, this kind of research. It's currently uh, certainly no license of being granted to conduct research such as this in the US, as far as I'm aware. And so, in a sense, the UK is really leading the world on, on developing these technologies as applied to human embryology. In a broader context, though, what could gene editing be used for? There are a number of groups around the world who are already using gene editing for uh, somatic cell therapies, so taking cells out of patients with debilitating genetic diseases and and correcting genes and then reintroducing uh, cells with corrected genetic defects back into the individuals. And that means they're no longer ill anymore? It's sort of disease-curing in some ways? Well, the studies are in the very early stages, but there are uh, examples of, um, of, of studies that are showing very promising early clinical results. I mean, ultimately, I suppose you're looking at the recipe of life, and surely that's just hugely exciting in its own right. Absolutely. And, and I, I should stress that many of the, uh, the, the types of um, experiment that, that I mentioned were possible previously, but what genome editing really allows us to do is to massively accelerate the process of, of recovering mutations and, and understanding how they work, um, which, which just means that progress can be made much more rapidly. Dr Andrew Wood at the MRC Human Genetics Unit at Edinburgh University.